with Sarah Hendy. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Fast am I and welcome along to the programme. Tonight I'll be finding out about a unique project featuring the work of over 60 island artists in the form of a book and an exhibition which opens in less than two weeks' time. Project creator, the Arts Council's arts graduate intern, Olivia Savage, will be joining me in the studio to tell us more about Ellen, a tale of contemporary art. Lovely to have you along this evening and Olivia, thanks very much for joining us. I think this is such a great project and um, it's funny because I think when I first heard about it, I thought two things simultaneously. I thought, wow, what an original idea. But at the same time, how haven't we done this before? Yeah, well, this is the thing, like since the project has taken off it's sort of become more relevant as time's gone on like with um covid and lack of exhibition space and stuff on the island and all all those things but the initial idea came from i finished uni last year in june um so a couple months before i went for the arts council job and in my interview you had to come up with project proposals so it was so broad that I'm pretty sure that was the only brief was just come up with anything and I'd because I couldn't do a degree show with my uni because I did an art degree because we were in lockdown we published an art book instead and it came out so well and it really brought us all together as a year even though we were all in different countries and everything doing lockdown so the idea was so fresh in my head so that's actually where the initial idea came from so it's quite a nice personal touch for me because it's sort of inspired by what I was doing before and what really got me through those first few months of lockdown. But yeah, it's just become so much more relevant since then. Definitely. And it's such a nice keepsake for future generations. This is a snapshot of uh, contemporary art on the Isle of Man right now and artists working on the Isle of Man. And um, I mean, I'd like to think that this could this could happen again in future years. This doesn't this could be just like edition number one. Yeah, uh, I would love that. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm not with the Arts Council forever, but um, things get mentioned about pe- about them maybe doing it again after I go. And I'm obviously would love to see that happen. I always say to them, if, if it happens again, maybe I could be in the next yeah. one. I'll apply for my own artwork in. But yeah, I think it could definitely be the start of something that has leverage to sort of grow and become this thing that happens every every so many years. Um, but yeah, this snapshot thing is really, I, that's one of my favourite elements to the project is I didn't want to create like a catalogue. We have so many places on the island where you can already go to find um the creatives in art and music and dance and all all the different genres so I didn't want to try and just create a a replica of that I wanted to create something I'm such an art book collector myself and I love to have statement art books and stuff sitting out on my coffee table and I wanted something like that that we don't really already have and something that's more than just flicking three pages of pictures but actually tells a story which is also to do with why we set the brief to be the Isle of Man because it's something that can relate to everyone but it's just been taken in such massively different ways that we couldn't even imagine through all the artists that really tell such a unique story and 
so nice to think that it could also it could reach the four corners of the world. What a great souvenir for anyone who's got an interest in the in the arts um, to take with them. But also uh, speaking to other groups, other creative groups on the Isle of Man, particularly the Creative Network, they've said that you know one day when things improve, they'd love to to tour with their work and have touring exhibitions. What a great way to introduce people to the work of the Isle of Man. I know. Yeah, I've heard them say stuff like, "I mean, I would love to see that happen to see touring artists from the island." And we've already had interest from some of the artists involved in the book who have said they've got friends and family, you know, not just in England, but going further. We've had people in America. We've got one local artist in the book who's currently studying in Africa now. Um, So we've already reached that far, which is amazing. Um, Yeah, I'd, I'd really love to see it grow. And it's the idea that we've already got artists in from other countries as well that are still local artists but are spreading the word of Manx already is yeah really special who's the artist who's studying in Africa at the moment uh Katie Watson can you tell us anything about her she is studying I'm gonna get this right she's studying a PhD I won't tell you exactly what it is because I'll probably get the specifics of they wrong, have long yeah. word names don't they yeah but yeah. she's she's studying out there and she does um underwater photography you can find her instagram through her announcement on her arts council page um but she really mixes science with art through her photography so that's a really special thing to see yeah really glad to have her in it and was she one of the artists who applied to be part of the book because it is sort of a, a book of two halves in a sense isn't it you've got yeah. your invited artists and then um and then it was sort of thrown open to anyone creative yeah. on the Isle of Man to to have their their name and their work in this book yeah the process was is actually so different to how they all come together in the end because when we have the book come out and when we do the exhibition there's no distinguishing between who was invited and who wasn't we didn't want to create it like that but um no she wasn't one of the invited ones she submitted and she's actually a really nice example of what we wanted to achieve with the open call because she said I've never exhibited before she's first and foremost essentially a scientist and working on her PhD and photography is something that she's loved to take up and like I said mixed with her science so it's an artist that was born out of something else and in the same sense that we've got loads of artists that have submitted to the open call that were born out of lockdown that picked up a paintbrush or um, a pencil for the first time last year and they've managed to work their way up to become an artist in this book so it's been really special to see them alongside the names that we know and love on and off the island so yeah it's been really nice yeah and I suppose um if you're committing to make this book, you need to have like secure grounding, it, knowing that you've got um, artists agreed. You know, I, I can appreciate you want to do the open call, but you also need to have a foundation to start from, yeah. which makes sense of the the invited artists versus sort of the open call. Yeah, exactly. I think because, well, I've obviously never done this before myself, but we haven't really done a project like this before with the Arts Council. And we were trying to figure out how are we going to ensure that this book gets the recognition that it deserves in order for us to make it what we want it to be. And that's really where the idea to do the half invites came from, was that we said, we know that there are so many great artists on the island, but we know that there are so many that we don't know. So we were like, we'll do this two-part process and get the ones involved that can really help us spread the word. And I mean, honestly, after we invited the artists that we did and then we put the open call out and some of the names that we saw coming from the open call and we thought 
they I mean they deserve to be invited they deserve to be invited everyone really that's in the book now deserve to be invited because the work's all amazing but yeah we wanted to just ensure that we had the people in that could really help us grow the project and I mean just that we absolutely knew would make an amazing piece of work regardless given any brief so and what was that process like for you because as you say there are so many fantastic artists uh, on the Isle of Man and um, it's always fascinating to see all these people emerge who perhaps we haven't come across before but um you know I suppose it isn't it isn't a book of every single artist on the Isle of Man so the initial selection for the invitations how did that work um it was really I mean it was just kind of a process where I sat down with the arts team Granny Martin Jade and Ali and together with because I've grown up here so I know quite a few of the artists anyway and that's something that's really special to me that I've thought about throughout doing this project getting to talk to so many artists and I mean there are people in the book there's my there's you know people in my own family there's my friends there's artists that have taught me when I was younger there's artists that I've looked up to like working in galleries and stuff when I was younger and seeing these names in galleries so for me personally it's a really special project but I've grown up in a fortunate position where I know a lot of names anyway and then just through you know the arts council obviously does so much work with artists on the island so they have a good body of knowledge of um who's out there and who's still working and it was really just based off that and because we didn't want to make it the best of the best we we didn't really take it in that way we didn't say okay who deserves to be in it the most we just said let's just brainstorm let's just name a load of people i don't even think we meant to have the number of people that we ended up with initially the same as with the open call once you get going with um naming different artists that we could put in it suddenly it was like there's so many people and like with the open call we thought we'd only get sort of 25 to 30 submissions and we ended up with over 60 which is why we extended the number of total artists in the book because we just thought once you put that call out the response that we got was just amazing where does that number stand how many artists do you have involved in the whole book 66 now Yeah, um, it's just incredible. I mean, it's a huge amount of work for us. The initial decision to extend the artists was obviously because we could not make a decision to cut out that many people and say no to that many people. I mean, saying having to say no to who we did was difficult in itself. Um, but, you know, you have that initial excitement of, oh, we're going to have so many people in it. And then now we're getting down to the work of it and we're like we did this to ourselves now (laughs) we made this decision but um it's so special to see I mean obviously I wouldn't change it for the world and it's going to be an amazing exhibition I mean the range of pieces that we have with this number of artists involved is incredible yeah um and I think I think that's something that I'm really enjoying about um this whole project is that yes you've got a book there's something very special about a book especially like a picture book um I don't want to reduce it to sounding sort of like a children's book or anything but to have um a book full of imagery of like you know from the Isle of Man of the Isle of Man's artists and everything um but then to be able to see this work in the flesh is I mean they're two very different experiences um and because you have such a range of work you have I mean everything from sculptors to people who work in on a very very small scale to mm-hmm. you know paintings of large and small sizes it's it's going to be a very varied exhibition tell us a little bit about some of the work that we can look forward to seeing because the images that we've seen published on social media when you announce the artists are they the images which will appear in the final book no so the work that's going in the book and exhibition are all brand new pieces that have not been exhibited before and there is 
like I said, like the range is so massive. I mean, people were coming to me in the very early days of making their work as invited artists and open call artists sort of aligned with when they were making stuff. And people would say, what's the restrictions on what mediums can I work in? What size can I work in? And I just said the other day, I mean, planning the exhibition now, I look back at my January self and I said, why didn't you set a size limit for these pieces because <laughs> we've got stuff exceeding like 10 feet and stuff it's they're huge pieces but then we also have things that are like eight centimeters big you know so such a massive range but it's all brand new pieces and yeah like you said like the exhibition gives a great physical experience for the work that's going to be in it I mean the book really is the the main part of the project it's the first idea that we started with but the exhibition, obviously, it's such a huge thing to do in itself. And I just thought, you know, I didn't, I thought if I said to artists, you can make a piece of work, but it's only going to be showed in a book, that's the restriction in itself. Because they're thinking, well, maybe I won't do something 3D or maybe I won't do something that big because there's only going to be a photo of it anyway. And I didn't want to have any restrictions because I'm giving such a simple brief of the Isle of Man I really wanted people to take that as far as they can go maybe just because I've just come out of uni and in uni you're encouraged to just keep going with your ideas and I wanted to give artists that opportunity so the exhibition now has got so many different pieces in it and it's become a huge project in itself but I just thought there is no way that I could just have all this work and then just reduce it down to a book. I really had to give you as a physical experience of the book itself and be able to let them essentially walk through the book physically and then it will just bring it to life so much. You're in the process of setting up now. You must have an inventory by now of what pieces are arriving and an idea of where they're going to go, how you're going to curate this. Without giving any spoilers, how many um, paintings versus sculptures uh, are we kind of looking at? Um, well, yeah, we have a plan. <laughs> I know it evolves. As it's these, a process. Yeah, these yeah. things, they change every day. It's definitely going to be... Uh, we're all doers in this team and we're very much like we'll just get it all in it'll be fine we'll just work it out but now we do have a plan for the curation and where pieces are going to go we have I think we have about 15 not exactly but I think we have about 15 sculptures and then the rest are generally 2d pieces but I mean that takes so many forms of um painting drawing uh ink um painting on massive board textile pieces um yeah such such a huge range and we've tried hard to make sure that there isn't too much of one thing in one space we've really tried to create diversity throughout the whole thing and I mean every artwork is different so I suppose that's really not difficult to do but to have so many different pieces and to ensure that they're still cohesive is that's really the task is to work out how do we bring the whole thing together in into one because in the book we've just done alphabetical order because we thought this is going to take us like six months in itself to try and work out so yeah looking at the the work that's been submitted I suppose when you were doing your degree show you were all working although I, I appreciate through covid times things must have changed 
working in similar workshops or rooms or studios and you kind of um, can appreciate how people have influenced each other. And while this book is themed and the exhibition is themed um, around the Isle of Man, that was the brief you asked people to respond to, I'm wondering um, about the range of work and interpretation of that theme. And if you've noticed any trends emerging, because I think it can be so interesting. There was a there was an exhibition, for example, that I helped with um, and it was a completely open call and there was no brief, there was no... And unless you started looking at like television programmes that have been on recently or um, new artwork that had emerged from, you know, Damien Hurst, whatever, um, there was no real way of telling how people had picked up the same threads and yet somehow they had. And there was it was fascinating to see how work of all media from all corners of the Isle of Man had come together and somehow had some kind of thread of sense running through it all which connected them all. I'm just wondering if, you, if you've if you had a similar experience or if um, the diversity, I'm sure it's very diverse, but mm-hmm. if the variety is just, you know, really stark. Yeah, I think with the range of works that we've got, I can honestly say that I think it covers everything. So it, there are some pieces that just you you would wonder how they had the same brief in a way but that's a really amazing thing but yeah we definitely have some themes running throughout i mean you can't you just can't deny our amazing environment on the island i mean this is why we're working with unesco biosphere isle of man on this project because the island is so special and there's definitely elements of that of just really enjoying nature on the island um seascapes landscapes you know, anything countryside that you can sort of imagine. We've covered that. But then we've also covered a lot of lockdown on the Isle of Man. I mean, it kind of, we didn't want to make it a COVID book and it's not a COVID book, but you can't deny what, you know, everything that's the influence of the last year. And I think for me, when we went into lockdown and I came back last year because I was living in Leeds for uni and that's I think when I really felt a connection to the Isle of Man as an artist because you're forced to re- to stay here and in the sense that we only had the only times that we could get out of the house was to just go for a walk and so I really felt so much more connected mm-hmm. to the island in that time and I think a lot of other people felt the same so we have some really sort of contrasting themes I mean some people have taken it and they've gone this is why I love the Isle of Man and some people have taken it and gone this is why the Isle of Man is really limiting mm-hmm. but that's a really important message in itself because we all feel that it's a really small island and that's an amazing thing and a limiting thing at the same time so contrasting themes um, and complementing themes at the same time. I think it's always fascinating with with a themed exhibition um, to kind of see the conversations going on between all of the different pieces of work and how they sit next to each other. And, you know, it's, uh, it is, it's just one great big discussion really in a room. Um, I'm curious about the book. Who's producing the book? Because that in itself must have been a major project. I mean, we've all struggled with getting the image sizes right to send in an email, never mind put in a book where you've got all this different work of, you know, uh, different on different scales, all having to be kind of, yeah, scaled down. Tell us a little bit about that process. Yeah, so we've we've worked with some really amazing people on this project and we've been able to work with so many different people as well words and spaces are producing the book and um, they're covering the actual printing part so it's been really great to work with them it's with them now all trust is in their hands <laughs> for the next week um 
but yeah, so they're, they're handling all of the printing for both the softback and the hardback editions. Um, we've also worked with uh, TA Designs, Lena at TA Designs, she's a photographer, and she covered all the photography for the book. I mean, she's just done such an amazing job. We booked, I think, two sessions, and I think I ended up having her in for six, and she just works so amazing. She'll do any, she'll work with all my requests and stuff right down to the last detail. So, um, and then obviously working, having the sponsor from Harbour Lights on the exhibition as well, and working with UNESCO Biosphere Isle of Man. The, yeah and then UCM for for giving us the boards I mean in every we've had support in really all stages of the project it's really not been a singular um it's not been just me and it's not been just the team or just the arts council working on this we've worked with really amazing people and so the exhibition preview is uh, next Friday the 24th. I can't wait to come along and yes. um, I'll bring my microphone. And I, I just want to speak to everyone. I want to find yes. out like what it's been like for, for all of them. Um, are you able to tell us just the, the kind of the nitty gritty details? Um, where do we find out more? Where's the exhibition taking place? When's it open? Um, if people want to come along and enjoy the exhibition, but also take home a copy of the book. Yeah, so... The, as you said, the private view is on the 24th and that's a really special night for the artists for, first and foremost to I mean, meet each other. Um, there's still some that I've managed to not meet in person yet, so I'm excited to meet them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, some really special guests coming as well and some special opportunities for artists that night too that we won't be revealing just yet. But the date for the public to remember is the 25th of September. That is the day that... Y- The exhibition opens to the public. It will be in the Villa Arcade and open 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. every day, seven days a week until the 10th of October. So that covers three weekends. From the 25th of September is also the day that everyone can access the book. The hardback editions are on more of a limited edition basis and it will be initially registering your interest to buy them and then we will be doing a made-to-order. So they really are a very luxury um version of the book but the softbacks will be going out to various stores across the island we're still in the works of really confirming that um but we'll be announcing that on all our social media so the main thing is to keep up with isle of man arts council on uh facebook instagram and twitter you will be able to buy the book directly through us so if all else fails come to us and you'll you'll be able to get it we'll be putting it up on um our website through the villagati shop and the book will be available you know it doesn't stop becoming available after the exhibition it keeps lovely. going yeah lovely oh it's so good to know it's not a limited run because um yeah for future generations to enjoy and just as a final point will you tell us a little bit about the name are you is it ellen or Elian? um we've had debate around the offices <laughs> to how um people are going to be pronouncing it um tell us about the name and how it came to you well thankfully we have our fluent Manx speaker on the team. So I checked this with Grania before we went forward with it. It is Ellen, um, just like Ellen Bannon, very yeah. similar pronunciation, but with the YN. And Ellen is the Manx translation for art. And that's not necessarily fine art, but that is just art as a term. Um, and it was really a simple decision, as simple as the word is. I didn't know what the name was going to be. I think I came up with a couple of different ideas when I think back to the very early days. And then I just thought, I'll see what I'll see what the Manx translation is. I mean, I feel like people have this idea all the time to, to have a Manx translation. But sometimes with the Manx language, there's a lot of words that are very difficult to pronounce. And I thought, I'll see how this goes. And it just fell so perfectly. And um, a tale of Manx contemporary art is really to do with 
our culture and our history and our folklore and we have all these wonderful fairy tales and different folklore and stuff and it's really harnessing the idea of the whole project which is to take our Manx heritage and bring it into the form of contemporary art, bring it to the modern day and take it to that next stage, bring Manx history forward. Thank you so much, Olivia, for joining me this evening. Before we go, I've just got a quick date for your diary. It's an illustrated talk with live music as well called Legends of the Blues. This is taking place at the Air and Arts Centre in Port Airy next Friday, September the 24th and is brought to you by John Gregory and Friends. Tickets are £10 and are available by visiting airandartscentre.com. It's set to be a great night, so don't miss it. Next Wednesday, Charles Gard will be with you from six o'clock with a special edition of Island Life, looking at the role of the governor of the Isle of Man as we prepare to welcome Lieutenant General Sir John Lorimer to the island in just a couple of weeks' time. I'll be back on the 29th, hopefully with some of the stories behind the work featured in Ellen. So until then, slen you.